Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of According to Wellness. I feel like it's been so long since I've sat down and recorded an episode by myself or even recorded an episode at all. I pre-recorded a lot of episodes in December to post in January and February so that I wouldn't be super overwhelmed coming into the new year with classes and um, residency work and all of those fun things. So I pre-recorded a lot of them and I didn't record I haven't recorded any in 2023 so this will be my first one I'm recording in 2023 (laughs) so I kind of decided that instead of starting the episode off with like a high and a low of my week I decided I would start off with my favorite herb of the week because I feel like that's very me um helping you guys get to know me and me kind of providing more information to you guys and things that I love and I love herbs and I'm becoming an herbalist and I really want to put an emphasis on herbs in my business and yeah i thought that would be a great idea i like just to share with you guys like some of my favorite herbs and some of the ways that you guys can kind of support your bodies without having to take like extreme drastic measures of nutrition or trying to figure out a whole new diet plan or something like that so i figured i would share my favorite herbs with you guys and just kind of like get it a little more interactive a little more educational with you guys about things that i love and things that i'm passionate about things that i know will absolutely help you so the herb i chose this week is lemon balm lemon balm is absolutely my favorite herb right now i am obsessed with it i love it i am never without it i i bought it in december as a tincture and i got it just because on the bottle it said stress support and i knew that i was going to be starting my second trimester of my doctorate, I was going to go into working on my certified nutrition specialist hours. I was going to be super busy these next few months um, with clients and everything else going on. And so I just decided to pick it up and see what would happen just taking it. And that's what I've been doing a lot lately has been like just trying out new supplements and new herbs and things like that. It's been very like exploratory for me lately, just trying out new things, which I encourage you guys to do too. Um, like just try out new things no matter what it is try it out see how you go how, see how you do with it and if you enjoy it keep doing it and if it helps keep doing it that means it must be working so lemon balm it's a calming herb i take it before i go to bed like right before i go to bed in a little bit of water and i swear it has changed the way i sleep the way i fall asleep the amount of sleep i can get the like deep sleep i get like i literally cannot recommend it to you guys anymore it's my favorite It's also great for reducing stress and anxiety, which is part of the reason I got it was because I was feeling quite anxious. It helps sleep, like I mentioned. It can actually improve your appetite, which I haven't necessarily noticed that from it, but I have noticed like, you know, kind of waking up with a little more hunger, which I wake up pretty hungry anyways, but I feel like I have definitely woken up like with a little bit more hunger and maybe like a little bit more wanting to eat per se but in a good way um and it's also good for pain and discomfort in your digestive system so like if you have gas or bloating or um colic in babies lemon balm is really great for that um you can also drink lemon balm in a tea so you can also drink lemon balm in a tea you don't have to drink it in a or you don't have to take it in a tincture you can drink it in a tea it's quite good in tea i don't have it in tea often just because i have the tincture and i take it right before bed and i also take I also drink a chamomile tea right before bed, so, but I'm going to order some um, lemon balm herbs just to try and tea and let you guys know how I like it because it's my favorite herb and I cannot recommend it to anybody enough. Like, if I have a client that's like, I'm having trouble sleeping or I'm stressed, I'm like, okay, let's do lemon balm because I, it's just my favorite. It's the best herb I have ever tried. It also has anti-inflammatory properties because it has the mint essential oil in it. 
it can be very anti-inflammatory so it's good if you feel like you have a lot of inflammation and finally it also can be really good for improving your mood or your intentions attention span because it's good for stress and kind of like calming you down so if you're somebody that has like um an attention deficit disorder or something that you find that you're just really distracted maybe try out lemon balm or holy basil leaf but we'll go into that maybe in a different episode about how much i love holy basil leaf too so lemon balm is my favorite herb and that's the one i chose this week just because i have seen so much benefit from taking it right before i go to sleep that i wanted to share it with you guys too okay so this week i really wanted to talk about what it's been like to own a business for six months and before i start in no way shape or form am i like an expert in this and i'm not like super i wouldn't say my business is like super successful or that i have like done monumental things in it and that i know about it a lot about it but i do know a lot about like starting a business and what needs to be done and how to make sure that you're following the legal stuff and um you know just kind of like making sure that you're making yourself comfortable in business and taking those leaps and bounds that you need to while also at the same time making sure that you know keeping your business accountable and making sure that you're doing well and you know legal stuff (laughs) um so when I started my business I started it I started trying to start a business in May of 2022 while we were moving and we didn't have um, a permanent address at that time so I had to wait a few weeks and while I was waiting I did a lot of research on how to register my business in Florida and I didn't actually know how to do it and it took me quite a while to find the website where you register your business um I feel like if you should, if you just type in like your state and then business registration, it should pop up with the website, but ours isn't like register with Florida or something like it's sunbiz.com. So it's a little, or maybe it's .org. I'm not sure. So it's not like super obvious (laughs) or it wasn't to me when I first started it. So that will help you establish your business and like register it with the state, which you don't always have to register it with the state for starting off um you can wait until you make x amount of profit and i'm not 100 sure what that amount is um i think it's different for each state so you don't have to register your business right off the bat but i registered my business because i was going to be working in the nutrition field and i just wanted to make sure that i was safe and i wasn't going to like break any rules or laws or anything like that because nutrition is highly regulated regulated in the state of florida so i just want to make sure i was safe um And then secondly, something else I did was make sure that I was calling myself by the right title to work um, in my industry. So what that means is there's a lot of states in the United States that have certain legalities of what you can call yourself when working in nutrition. So, for example, in the state of Florida, you cannot be called a nutritionist if you just have a nutrition certification. You have the only way to be called a nutritionist is to become a registered dietitian nutritionist or to become a certified nutrition specialist or some of the other titles that they have here but those require I think a master's degree in nutrition and then you have to have your hours done on top of that so it's like a thousand hours for mine to become a certified nutrition specialist plus my master's degree in nutrition so when I was just a health coach I was getting my master's degree in a health coach I could only call myself a health coach or a nutrition health coach. I couldn't call myself a nutritionist because I legally was not allowed to go by that title. And that was something that was super important to me was making sure that I was setting everything up to be legal and not misrepresenting myself, even though there are other states in the United States that let people call themselves nutritionists, even if they don't have any experience whatsoever. So 
it's kind of unfortunate that I have to jump through all of the hoops here, but I just, I feel like it's made me more qualified to be a nutritionist the more I have to go through the program and stuff like that, which I love my doctorate and I, you know, my doctorate doesn't make me a nutritionist, my CNS hours do, um, so those have been great and I feel like I'm much more, um, capable and like, I feel like I have more experience now working as a nutritionist. But I do think it's important because I feel like I see a lot of girls on social media or just like some girls in my local community that are just health coaches that represent themselves as nutritionists. And you're just, to me, I just didn't want to do that because I didn't want to get in legal trouble later down the road if, you know, later down the road when I have a more established practice and stuff like that. I just didn't want to get into legal trouble for that, Um, like misrepresenting myself as a nutritionist, even though I was a health coach, if that makes sense. So. I highly recommend that you look at how to register your business in your state and whether or not you need X, Y, and Z. Um, Like at what point do you need to register it? And then I also recommend that you make sure you're calling yourself by the right title if you're going to work in nutrition or some other field Um, because it's very important. It's important that you make sure that you're not breaking the law because that can be bad. Um, Not that they were going to like come after me for it because they could have easily just said, okay, just want to let you know you can't, you know, like here's your first warning, you know those kinds of things but I think it's important to make sure you're you know setting yourself up for professional success in that way so and then so after I started my business legally with the state I took some uh, pictures with my mom outside in our like um in our yard with my dogs and in our kitchen just to put on my website and to launch my business um and that was fun. That was a lot of fun taking pictures and stuff for my website. And it made me feel like this is all so real and like getting so much realer than I thought it was. And I love my pictures. They're like totally representative of what I wanted them to be. Because when I started out, my business colors were like purple and green and lav- or lavender purple. No, lavender green and like white slash gray. Um, and I love those colors, but I've changed them since just to be a little more like aesthetically pleasing for me. So... So I did my website and things like that, and websites are important. They're they're kind of hard to set up. Honestly, it took me a little bit to figure it out, but it's not super difficult. So um, that wasn't too difficult, and then I did pictures, and I put those up, and then I launched my business. And I didn't spend a lot of time, like, launching it, like, hyping it up on social media or anything like that because I really – I launched it kind of, like, very randomly (laughs) like I was working with my business coach whom I'm incredibly thankful for and I could not have done any of this without um but I launched it I launched it just kind of like randomly I had like a week of being like okay I think I'm gonna launch it on my 21st birthday and I did (laughs) I got my website done I got everything done and I launched it so I didn't have a lot of time hyping it up but if you do have time it's a great idea to hype it up because they say that it takes seven times for you to mention something until somebody wants, until somebody like kind of recognizes that you're saying that, if that makes sense. Um, so, you know, launching your services and setting up a business is great. And that was kind of hard for me was my website and how to price my services. That was difficult. So that bit of it was like kind of easy because I didn't really have to do any like financial stuff or anything like that. Cause I was just setting up my website and then taking pictures. And that was simple. Um, I think the thing I've struggled with most with owning a business and having to like kind of launch it on social media is literally social media. Instagram and TikTok and Pinterest and whatever other social media sites are out there are kind of hard to figure out where you belong on. So for me, 
I really don't, I really didn't have like a lot of social, well, I had no social media experience. I had a page, but it was just like my personal page. Um, and so when I started working with my business coach, she encouraged me a lot to post on social media. So I would just kind of like randomly film bits and pieces of my day. And if, if you look at my Instagram and scroll down to like even like September, it's really not very aesthetically pleasing. And I just kind of post it sporadically and there's no like color and it's all kind of like messy, I guess. And then here recently, I've really started like tapping into figuring out what I want to post and like taking good pictures and things that are pretty and things. Whereas I used to just kind of post whatever was going on that day because I really didn't know what else to post because I was struggling. Um, just kind of knowing what my audience would want because I did start my Instagram off with like having followers that I have had since like middle school like people that followed me since middle school just because I went from a personal page to a professional page so you know I started off with some followers but they weren't really followers like in my niche and they weren't necessarily like people looking for nutrition advice so I kind of struggled having like a bit of engagement and honestly I still struggle with engagement even now um that's what I say <laughs> that's why I say I'm not like a hundred percent experience in it at all and I'm still figuring things out and it's ever-changing all of the time um so social media is definitely one of those things that I've struggled with the most since I started my business just trying to figure out like where I belong and how I can do my best and put out the information that I love and have and that I want to share um and especially now since I've been in my doctorate program for my second trimester and figuring out what I want to do in nutrition and like what I really want to dive deep into because I want to research and I want to come up with protocols and I want to like help people out with chronic diseases that are debilitating and like just wiping our country of people with the disease and it's so sad to me and I get so sad thinking about it um so I found out what I want to do and I'm not sharing it yet I'll share it in a bit um when I like have a little more established about what I want to do in it and how I'm gonna like um announce it I guess so but and now I'm kind of like stuck um figuring out what I want to post because I think I'm just kind of aiming more at like a healthy eating healthy whole foods things like that crowd because that's really where I kind of sit and then I'm hoping in a little bit I can really like dive down deep into you know working more in chronic disease and working more in just health overall and like helping people and yeah <laughs> that's what I'm hoping for I'll talk more about that on a later episode and more on my Instagram so and then also something else I have had a hard time with with business is just kind of like balancing it I, like I'm, like I said earlier, I started my second trimester, my doctorate, and I'm taking two classes, and I have a client, I have a full client load right now, and I have, you know, a, a little bit of what I might call a life outside of that, um, and I feel like I've had a bit of a hard time balancing work, school, and business, and I feel like I've done, I feel like I've kind of neglected my business a little more than I should just because I've, I've been more focused on trying to get my classwork done and getting focus on that and then also spending time with my family and my dogs and going out um to like get groceries and stuff I don't go out to party because I don't really know anybody in Florida if I'm honest with you guys I don't really like have a lot of friends here um I want to travel in the summer too so I've been trying to like just prioritize things and you know those kinds of things so I feel like I don't have a lot of balance in right now with business and work and in um school so I try to like balance a little better and 
like I'll just give you an example. I want to re uh, revamp my website and make it like a little more in tune with my colors that I have right now. Um, and I've been thinking about doing that for like a few weeks now and I just haven't had a time where I've been like, okay, I have to sit down and do that. And I want to put out more blog posts and I've put out a few, but I have pictures lined up like I'm waiting to post just because I just haven't like prioritized them. And it's not that I don't have the time to prioritize them. It's honestly just that I forget or I just don't write it down and then I forget about it and then I'll do it like later. (laughs) And I don't remember it until I'm like out of the house and I don't have anything to write down and yeah, I'm just not very good at the balancing part, and I give myself grace about that because I'm still learning. <laughs> I'm still figuring everything out, um, and to be really vulnerable with you guys, this is another thing that I really struggled with. So, I started my business July 25th, like I mentioned, um, and I didn't get a client until probably January. I can't remember what day it was, but I got my first client in January, and then since then, it's been a steady stream of clients, which I'm so grateful for that. Once one kicked off, they all kicked off. Um, so that's been amazing, but it did take me six months to get a client. And that was really hard for me um, just to be like, am I doing it right? Like, even though I had encouragement from the like my people around me that are also in nutrition and my business coach and my family, and I don't know, I think it was, it's a blessing that I haven't, I didn't have, <laughs> I think it's a blessing that I didn't have my first client until six months after I started my business because although I think I was 100% ready to take a client on when I launched my services I think that getting like taking the classes I took in the fall were instrumental in the knowledge that I have now that I can pass on to my clients right now I think it has changed the way I think about things in an integrative and holistic way that I feel like I can bring a lot more to my clients now than I could have six months ago I'm thankful that it was kind of a long wait because I got to spend a lot of time researching and learning and, you know, prioritizing things that I may not have had time to do. So, but yeah, it took me six months to get a client. And now that I have one, it was like, I have more (laughs) and that's amazing. And I, I literally cannot tell you how grateful I am for that. I have told my parents like every day, I'm so grateful that I have clients and I get to do this and yeah. But it did take me six months, and I want to tell you guys that anybody out there that has a business or is thinking about owning a business, it's not going to be, like, it probably won't be, you know, starting off doing super well and super successful. Even though you'll probably be successful down the road, it's going to take a bit, especially if you didn't launch it like I did or, you know, put a lot out on social media until then. Um, So it may take a bit, and don't... Don't get discouraged if it does take a bit because it's hard, but it'll be so worth it when you do get your first client and when it starts picking up and when you have like an established business, you'll look at yourself six months later and go, oh my God, look at you go because that's how I feel. I was like, if I compare who I was six months ago to who I am now, I think she wouldn't know who I am. I think she'd know, but I think she'd be like, wow, that's amazing. And that's what I say all the time. I'm like, wow, that's amazing. I can't believe I did that because it, you know, it's been an amazing experience and I've loved it. And there have been difficulties and, you know, it's hard not having many clients and it's not, it's hard not getting any clients and it's hard having to like plan out everything and put in effort and you don't get any views on your Instagram reel or you don't get any, um, anything on your post or anything like that. So it sucks. 
but it'll be 100% worth it when you look back six years later, six years later, six months later, whatever it may be for you. When you look back at it and you see everything that you've done and how proud you are of yourself, it'll be so worth it. And when you get that first client, you will be so thrilled. So don't give up. Don't ever tell yourself you're not going to make it. But also be financially smart about it. It's like, don't quit your job <laughs> starting off like sex, um, starting off launching a business. Wait until you're successful and comfortable to quit your job. Unless you just really want to take the risk and then do it. <laughs> and then another thing that I've done since I started my business was launch this podcast. And let me tell you, that was quite the risk for me. I have, although I love talking, I don't know if you guys can tell, I'm a fast talker. I like talking. I like um chatting i don't know i just like talking about things that i love and i could talk about them for hours but launching a podcast was kind of hard for me because i've never like i've never been like a public speaker i don't really like it i stumble a lot with my words i talk too fast i you know all of those things so when i decided to launch a podcast i kind of waited a few months and said okay I'll see if I can join anybody else's podcast just as like a guest and see how I feel about it. And then one day when my, like after two or three weeks of posting and not getting any engagement, I said, okay, I'm going to start a business. I'm going to start a podcast. And that's what I did. And I think I can say that my podcast has been more successful than my Instagram page has. And I think it's because this is where I like truly feel comfortable is talking about things and not just posting about things. Although I think Instagram is incredibly beneficial for business and putting information out there because I found a lot of information from Instagram about health and thyroid and everything really and products that I love and things like that, that Instagram is incredibly beneficial and it's definitely an amazing way to communicate with an audience if you can build an audience. And that's what I've struggled with is building an audience. And although I have much more of an audience now or a community now than I had six months ago, it has been hard to get there. It has just been hard and it, you know, social media will be hard and business will be hard, but I really feel like I'm comfortable doing a podcast and talking to you guys and giving out my expertise and just chatting. I feel like it's kind of like, I don't know, a therapy session in a way for me, like talking to you guys and just chatting and like when I would do guest podcasts, it's so much fun because I got to talk to my friends and I got to talk to them after the podcast too and that was so much fun and I respect all of them that I had on the episodes so that's been amazing but I think podcasting has been one of the biggest risks I took just because you know I'm not I'm not a very like um I'm a very shy person when you meet me in person I don't talk a lot I'm very quiet I talk fast I you know but once you get me to talk to you I will talk to you about anything I will talk to you about nutrition I will talk about food I will talk about all kinds of things that I'm passionate about but if I'm uncomfortable, I'm just not going to talk often. <laughs> and I was uncomfortable when I started the podcast. It took me, I think, five recordings to get it right in my intro episode. And the one I, the first one I did do perfectly well that I felt was good. I did it in the kitchen and I recorded it. And it all you can hear in the background is the dishwasher running. <laughs> I was devastated that it was so bad. Um, but yeah, I think podcasting has been one of those things that has been a risk for me, but something that I've been incredibly grateful to put out there, and I'm actually super excited to be releasing more episodes now consistently. I feel like I've, like, slacked off in the middle of February. <laughs> I'm trying to get episodes out, so 
more episodes will be coming and hopefully on a more consistent basis now just so you know because i hope you guys enjoy them as much as i enjoy recording them and if you do let me know i would love to hear it um and then the last thing that i think i'm going to talk about is how to put your business out there and how i've seen success in it because like i said i I don't really see success from my instagram or tiktok or social media content honestly i started having success when i started talking to people about my business so if you follow me on instagram you know that i go to like a little kombucha bar on the island here and i'll go in there and i started talking to them of the bartender about um a condition she has and how she can help kind of treat it with food and supplements and stuff and ever since i started talking to her people will come up to me and say hey can i have your card can i work with you um can you help me with this x y and z can you help me with this can what does this do like i've had people just come up to me and ask me advice on things and that's how i've gotten most of my clients is through that way of communicating and telling people that i am a nutritionist and that i am not somebody prescribing like medication and stuff but i'm somebody that prescribing food and helping you live a more quality life through quality food that's how i've had the most success in seeing clients and stuff has been literally getting out there and communicating with my local community and especially people like finding people in places that you go to often or kind of where people go to like chase health if you will so like go to the gym and talk to people or ask the gym, hey, can I hold a nutrition seminar here where people can come and I can just talk about nutrition? Like, you could just talk about the basics of nutrition or, you know, putting out your business card if you go into a coffee shop. That's what my business coach told me to do, and I would do that. And that's how I started leaving them the kombucha, the kombucha bar. And people would take them, and then they'd call me. Or they talked to me when I was in there next time. Or, um, the, like I said, the gym or yoga studios or you know, med spas or anything like that, go out there and talk to people and tell them, hi, I'm a nutritionist. Would you mind if I put my business card out here? Here's my services and here's what I do. Tell people that you're a nutritionist. Don't hide it. Like, go out there and make sure people know that you're offering services and that you're passionate about what you're doing and that you can help them because that's what people want to know. People want to feel comfortable talking to you about their problems, especially because our medical community right now is so like you have no relationship patient doctor you have no relationship with them and the ones that do have a relationship with you are the best ones that people want to go to and they're the ones that are willing to help you and not just wanting to take your money so if you're somebody starting a business no matter what it is get out there and start talking to people and start like being in the community and just telling people like hi i'm here to help like let them be happy to talk to you and be comforting to them and provide them with you know your expertise and your help and your experience and like provide them with things that they find valuable and it's going to be the simplest things it doesn't have to be super complex or anything like that people just want to know that you're there to help them honestly and that's where i've seen the most success is like in the local places and putting out my card and talking to people and telling them that i'm a nutritionist and they'll be like oh my gosh can i work with you yes, of course, I'd love to work with you, like, and be excited to work with them, you know, like, that's my biggest piece of advice, is to get business cards, put them out, and start talking to people about your services, no matter where you are, talk to them, put it out there, this is your passion, you should be putting it out there and helping people, I am passionate about nutrition and eliminating chronic disease and, you know, preaching the dangers of (laughs) 
the not the dangers per se but preaching how bad our standard american diet is that's what i'm passionate about and so i tell people about that and i love supplements too so i talk about those too and people will want to work with you if you show them that you have expertise in this field so that's my biggest tip probably and the thing that has been the most influential in my business and getting clients and people like kind of getting my name out there in my community has been literally talking to people so don't just stay on social media make sure that you're talking to people get engaged in your community work with local businesses so those are my biggest things that have been super influential in starting my business and six months of my business and what i've learned just simply things that i've learned that i feel like aren't necessarily put out there often just because social media is so popular right now and everybody's like if you start a business it has to be on social media and it, it is like social media is important in starting a business but i also think getting out there and being involved with people is important and finding what you're passionate about is important and you know making sure you're doing it legally and all of those fun things um and doing things you love if you love talking do a podcast if you love like writing do a blog <laughs> find things that you love that people love to do and you'll be perfectly fine in it but so those are some of the things that i want to talk about about owning a business over six months and how it's been a great experience and i'm so grateful i did it i cannot i don't know i cannot tell you guys how happy i am that i started it and took the leap of faith that is crazy and yeah so take the leap of faith do it start it you'll love it um but those are my tips for it and like things i've learned in the past six months there's not a lot of them because it's been six months and i'm not 100 percent expert on it and i'm grateful for the support i had especially my business coach and my family in starting my business but yeah those are my tips um if you are somebody starting a business and you're just curious about what i did you can message me on instagram at according to savannah or follow my instagram if you want to keep up with what i'm doing i share a lot on there about um like recipes nowadays and a little bit of information about like more complex things um so follow me on there if you want to connect with me i'd love to hear from you message me if you have any questions or anything like that and then also sign up for my newsletter i'll put that in the description of the show or the show notes and yeah i have a pinterest too if you want to follow that um i also post lots of dog things on my instagram so if you want to keep up with my dogs you should follow that too because they are adorable and i love them if you haven't seen them their names are em and ellie and they're always on my instagram like pretty much every day so i appreciate you so much for listening you have no clue how grateful i am for your support and listening to this episode and how much it means to me um and i hope you guys enjoyed it because as always i i so enjoyed recording it i love spending the time to sit down and record an episode so Thank you so much for listening and yeah, I hope you have an amazing day.